Welcome back, all you friendly, bright-eyed potential felons. My name is Adam. My name is Jack, and we are brought to you by Broken Promises and uh, Cliffhangers, because after that last episode, you know, who knows what's going to be left unfulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> I want to apologize about that. <laughs> it was a real missed opportunity uh, since I promised the potential of multiple guests, and now we have just the classic duo. Yep. Um, but I mean, surprise, we're here. Yeah, no, I think in and of itself is happening is a, is a surprise. Yeah, uh, but it was a drastic oversight, so we'll avoid that in the future. But (laughs) (laughs) um, we didn't expect that, you know, whoa, we'd be busy when we went back to college. That's nuts. It's unfortunate. um, Yeah, happy uh, happy New Year. It's coming up tomorrow, um, and we should be dropping this, I think, same day that we're recording. But, you know, um, so you know happy new year's tomorrow and uh late happy christmas that's what they say the the holiday special and happy hanukkah uh kwanzaa all the holidays whatever you celebrate of course yeah Yeah. don't want to leave anybody out that would also be a drastic oversight Mm -hmm. um but jack yeah what are your what are your new year's resolutions oh this is tough because you know i mean i actually this kind of beckons back to my my christmas presents because this year most of the things that I, I received were um, kind of in ways uh, getting me to better myself. At least the stuff that I got um, from one half of my family. So one, I want to read more. So I got two books um, that I'm starting on. It's two, the first two of the Witcher series because uh, I've been into that. Finally got around to watching the show. Really enjoyed right. it. Um, I got a pretty sweet water bottle because I've just been trying to drink more water. So I'm drinking like two liters of water a day or whatever they recommend. Yeah. Um, and then I also got a chess set because I have been trying to learn how to be better at chess and be a good Nerd. player. Yes, correct. It's portable. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you kick my ass at chess. I um, I've tried. I've been trying to get into it, but like I just can't. We played four-player chess recently. That's a great game. I know that's something that everybody wants to hear us talk about here is chess. Dude, chess is, chess. Chess is uh, it's having a revival. It's more is popular it? than... Oh, Picking absolutely. <laughs> it's like regularly one of like the top five things streamed on Twitch. That's nuts. Yeah, I have seen some videos about that. No, that's it's weird. It's that's like a popular. strange thing to revive. I've you know? seen... I feel like it's... I mean, it, it always has its random days, but I've seen like, like professional esports team picking up like grandmasters. Yeah, like, I mean, like... It's insane. It's weird to think about because it's like you go back in time and it's like, do you... Nobody nobody in, like, like old England was thinking, like, oh, this new game, it's going to... It's going to trespass the masses and it's going to evolve itself so hard that eventually they're going to be streamed and people will be eating Cheetos off of their fingers watching them watching them play chess. Yeah. No one was going to be accepting that. Like, they didn't think that was going to happen. That's not just something that appeared. Yeah, it's crazy. But like, like uh, the one... I think... Probably, like, arguably the second best player in the world and probably the best American player, Hikaru Nakamura. He's, like, a, I don't know what team he joined recently, but he is, like, a part of a, a professional esports team. It's incredible. It's, it's wild. There's, like, the fact that chess itself is, like, older than several... Yeah, he's like a part of generations TSM. of people. Incredible. It's so, like, it's so old. But it's stood the test of time. For yep. me... Though, like, for my New Year's resolutions, I, like, I just want to get out more. It's not really my, like, not up to me, but I can be wishful, I guess. And the obligatory working out, keeping in okay. shape without my yoga class being on my ass about it. Yep, true, true. Yeah. 
because I'm not going to have that this coming semester. Yeah, we'll but I will have dance, which will probably kick my ass. We'll see how those go. And, and this is a topic that comes up later, like when I mention or when we start talking about the things we're going to be talking about. Uh, by the way, our goal is to rank all 365 days of the year. That's that's our right. Or was it? Well, well it originally year? our <laughs> first one. <laughs> I don't know. It's, <laughs> that's going to make things tough. Like I'm going to have to redo my entire thing. Yeah. But. I uh, I also our original thought was we were going to rank the twelve days of Christmas. Yes, top which twelve. Been a great list, but, but it's like there's too many birds, and we decided that like that. Yeah. You know, we after some troubleshooting, we realized that uh, the I realized that the idea wasn't funny. <laughs> <not design>, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Instead, we decided that we're just going to talk pretty pretty casually about things that we really enjoyed this year. Yeah, um, and, and later when we start talking about that, like I like. I'm going to talk about the fact that I'm bad at committing to things in general. Like there are so many, Dude, same. there are so many, remember games, my promise. Yeah. There are so <laughs> many games I wanted to put on my list, but I'm like, man, I did not finish that. <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I did, like just did not complete it. So dude, bro, I, I actually have a good question. I just want to ask you this because I thought about this the other day and I needed to bring it up on a podcast. Do you think if like Christmas caught on as a fad today, do you think it would stick around or do you think it would like take, several years or maybe like just fizzle out and die. Uh, i mean what do you what do you suggest like how would it come like somebody like tweets it on just twitter like, and they're it's, like that's it's the a good kind idea. of stuff that would be like yeah you see like a video and it's just like look at what this father did for her did for his daughter oh this will this will make your day you should watch it and then it's like you watch it and it's just a dad like setting up a tree and then putting presents under it it's just such a weird yeah ritual i mean it's, that you're it's doing. very yeah. specific yeah it is a very specific setup, but you're just like, this is kind of cute, but like, why do you, why do you wrap all of them? I mean, and why did he like put it? It's just a weird series of, th- it's strange that it's like so normalized that I was like, that's interesting. Of course, it has to have like the religion backing it as well for it to really yeah, pop off. Uh-huh. Look at what the Pope did for, did for the church. It'll make your day. And then they watch the video. And the Pope, did the Pope do that? Yep. Pope doesn't do it's that. It's already a viral TikTok. It is. It's already done. Yeah, it's got like uh, it's got Buttercup playing behind it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I another thing that I was like, this is an odd situation. Is like, what um, if Christmas was just like outlawed? What would you do? How would you respond? Uh, I don't think it would change my life all <laughs> that much. I mean. I don't know. I'd definitely be bummed, but I, I guess it would really just result in me getting friends and family more gifts throughout the year on random days as opposed to just saving it all up to one day where i'm like here you go yeah i mean it would be like more of a i guess it would be more altruistic of a life to lead I don't, you just, maybe maybe i don't i don't consider myself the most festive person to be honest with you i've been trying to get more into it and i enjoy in like christmas music i, I enjoy it around the, the festive time but you know in that specific yeah. situation i'm not sure if i'd be one of the people in the working in the christmas black market no, I don't know if I'm that attached yeah. to it. Um, yeah. But I'm, I've been getting into like competitive Christmas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it would affect my life all that much. I'm not sure if I'd be fighting for it. There are some. I mean, you know, me. I'm the one who I. I am the nerd who does argue that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Even more than that, Iron Man Three is the ultimate Christmas movie. Would be my <laughs> my new current take because it it takes place during Christmas. <laughs> Quit bringing this into the podcast. Yeah, it, it, it has to happen, session, you know. Right? And, and if anybody wants to argue with me on that, I do have have reasonings behind it. So I will. Offer okay, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Yeah, but that's not what this is about. This is about talking about what we enjoyed this year. 
That's true. Yeah. It was a rough year, but we got a couple, we got, we got some good things. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Like I, I think I have more things on my list than you. So you might, you can, you can start us off. I think that you should start us off then because then we can, we can, so we we, we don't close you off. I'll sprinkle it in. Yeah. Don't, (laughs) I'll I'll be shut off really early. When we thought about, we tried doing a top 10 and then I was like, I can't specifically. I certainly, I won't get to everything on my list for sure. I'll let you choose. We got, (laughs) I got TV, movie, music, and video games. Which one do you want to hear first? I want to roll first one. Let's go TV. TV. So the, the, I was going to talk about like, I want to keep it mainly to stuff that came out this year um, and not just stuff that ended this year, but because like a lot of the stuff we've already talked about, um, because of course this was the year that BoJack Horseman, my second favorite show of all time, ended with uh, Mm. probably one of the single greatest episodes of TV of all time with The View from Halfway Down. Truly a masterpiece. You know, um, you also got What We Do in the Shadows based off the the movie season two of that came out this year. That came out this year? The the second season came out this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. um, and then, I mean, you know, you got The Mandalorian, you got The Boys, all great shows. But the th- one thing that really stuck out to me as something that is truly unique to 2020 and probably the thing I've revisited the most is Middleditch and Shorts, which I'm sure most people have not heard of. But it is a Netflix special done by Tom Thomas Middleditch from um, Silicon Valley and Ben Schwartz, uh, who played Sonic in Sonic. Um, they did this this these three Netflix specials that were purely improv. They're just on a stage, them in like two chairs. Um, they have the audience give them a situation and then they riff for 50 minutes. I have never laughed as hard in my whole life. I don't think, I think this might have been some of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, I literally, if I could have any like media property, get like more content of it immediately, it would. I would ask for more of this because it's only three episodes. It, it's just so, so good and they could do it forever because there are just endless things that they could riff on about but it is truly a masterpiece dude it is incredible like they're so good at improv it's amazing it it, recently this year actually i've been getting a lot into improv like i've been interested in it and like i want to take improv classes i think that'd be fun but like it's it's some of the like if you like stand-up comedy this isn't like pure stand-up but it is essentially that and i mean honestly if you like to laugh and it may not sound like your thing. At least check out the first episode. It is absolutely hysterical. Like that's the that's the widest net I've ever heard. Yeah, if you like to laugh, like literally, <laughs> it is just pure comedy all the way through. It's so good, <laughs> so clever, and it, yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. That's that's my uh, probably my biggest recommend. Maybe barring one movie and one game that I would recommend. But yeah, there's you know I can I have like a game on here that is like. I'm sure you and I have I a lot ran of out very fast. I I don't know. I tried to make it so that we didn't have a t- like. There's maybe one or two. There's there's two that are definitely on okay. your list. But um, I have one thing that that was on there that I didn't I didn't play too much, but I know about it and I've seen like how it's played, mm-hmm. and I played like a tiny tiny little bit of it. Um, but Persona Five Royal okay. yep. came out this year. And I didn't. I, I played the original Persona this year. I, I played Persona Five, not the original, I guess. But wait, is that was, not the fifth in the series? Persona Five <laughs> is. Uh, that is the sixth. Is it more of like an Ocean's Eleven series? type thing, where Ocean's Eleven isn't the eleventh movie? It's just the amount of guys in the group. <laughs> no, Persona Five is like so. It goes Persona, Persona Two, Persona okay. Three, Persona Four, Persona Four. 
something. I forget what. Okay, it, it it's like a specific, or it's the gold, okay. the golden, or something. And I think there's a Persona Three version of that too. But Persona Five had the Persona Five Royal game, which is like it adds another, mi- like main story mission into it, pretty much. And you go into it and you fight a god therapist, man, who like a wild, wild game. But I really enjoy Persona Five as a game, and I thought that they did such a good job with like the characters and I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It's like in my it's top twenty for sure. Um, but like, God, it, it's like such a good release. Um, I I can't say too much about it because I didn't play the actual game itself but i have played persona 5 enough to know a lot of it because a lot of the main game didn't change too much yeah. but yeah that's, that's that was one of the, the things like, that came up when i was looking just to get some reminders of things that came out this year it was uh, highly recommended <laughs> i searched through so many lists yeah. just to remember what was going on yeah. this year all right should i should i go to movies you think yeah i think there's, i got yeah, quite a few here line. um i'll, I'll just run over them because honestly normally i am the guy who sees like every single movie that, that comes out and i really just for whatever reason i haven't been able to get on it not i mean even the stuff that comes out on like streaming services i miss a lot of that so i'll have to do like catching up early next year before like the oscars or whatever they end up doing um but these are five movies that i saw this year that really stood out to me the the first probably my favorite movie of the year at the moment is soul the new pixar movie it is mm-hmm. it's incredible like i there's nothing else to say you know i don't like spoiling movies that much and this one specifically like there's a moment about 15 minutes in that i would pay money just to like watch people watch like it is just such an incredible moment but um other than that like i it's it's really great the music's incredible it's done by um atticus ross i think and um the, the guys behind nine inch nails um Mm. And they are some of my favorite composers right now. They they did like the Watchmen, which I regularly use in my um, campaign for the the um, D and D campaign that I'm running. It's just incredible music. And um, John Baptiste, because it's it's about um, about jazz music and piano um, largely, and he's the one who does like the actual piano in it. And it really is just beautiful music. But the story around it is like incredible. Um, have, like mm-hmm. have, highly recommend if you forgot to cancel your your Disney Plus subscription after the Mandalorian ended. This one, this one <laughs> is is a big deal to me. Um, you got Tenet, yeah. which is the new um, movie from Christopher Nolan. Incredible. It saved it cinema. Didn't probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Tom Cruise <laughs> out there still fighting for it. But um, it's yeah. I, I, I one thing I learned over this year is that while Christopher Nolan is a genius, he's a little crazy and a little bit like. Uh, into himself too much but the movie itself is really really fun it's like if if christopher nolan did a james bond movie essentially and it is really really clever and a lot of stuff is super fun to watch um favorite horror movie i guess it's more of a thriller would be the invisible man have you heard about this adam i have i've actually watched i i got into a huge phase this year where i watched a bunch of reviews you might even have talked okay. about this on the podcast huge disclaimer sure. i'm like i'm i'm bad about horror movies like i'm pretty awful i haven't talked about this movie on the podcast at all but like i've gotten into a huge thing where i like watched a bunch of reviews of horror movies i didn't watch <laughs> them i watched because you want to know what happens without I'm... getting scared like you want the plot exactly okay. 
exactly i did that and i would watch a bunch of youtube videos on them and i would learn about the lore and i know so much about the strangers it's not even funny and that movie is probably the most core rocking thing i've ever watched yeah. a review on yeah and i mean this honestly it is not like true like slash or horror or anything like that but like it is the no, psychological it, stuff like this is what i'm afraid of like i watched it with a couple of friends yeah. and they were like this isn't even scary and i'm like but if you think about it it is it, terrifying it psychologically disempowers because it, it, it's, it's, it's about it, it's just the ultimate form of being gaslit in into oblivion and this girl uh-huh. like it just it's it's insane i highly recommend it it is like it came out in like february or something like that normally those movies aren't too great but you know this one was really really solid i i like i've remembered it um there's literally a scene where he turns on the the gas stove isn't there where it's yeah uh, <laughs> i don't remember but that would make sense yeah <laughs> Um, and then two yeah. two quick ones, two comedy movies. One is a, was a big surprise to me. Um, Enola Holmes is a, is a fantastic watch. It's super fun. I so Millie Bobby Brown from um, Stranger Things plays Sherlock Holmes' little sister, and it is based on a book. Mm-hmm. But um, based and and Henry Cavill, the greatest man of all time, plays um, Sherlock Holmes in it. Yeah. And it is just such a. It's like the it, this movie is exactly targeted towards like thirteen year old girls. But all along the way, I'm like, this is just a blast. It's it's so fun. The, the mystery <laughs> is incredible. It has like, like Millie Bobby Brown, like in the movie, she she talks to the camera, kind of like a Deadpool fourth wall breaking kind of thing. And it is just mm-hmm. like such a charismatic character. It is super super fun to watch. Like, it took me back to yeah, when I was a 13 really, year old girl. <laughs> and yeah, I absolutely loved it. It's also on Netflix. Super fun. And then a big one that uh, you. I don't know if you included this on your list, but I know you uh, you enjoyed it as well. It's Palm Springs, and I think, dude, I didn't I did not add that to my list, but that would be good. I, I might have talked about this point. on the podcast. I really can't remember, but I think yeah, I think we I recommend. I think you have. Um, again, go into this yeah. one completely blind, and you'll have probably your most fun movie going experience of the year. That's all I have to say about this one. It is super super good. Um, yeah, highly recommend. Andy Samberg is great. Really I think it's like Christina Mil- Milioti or something like that plays the, the mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx or not Jamie Foxx. Jamie what Fox. am I saying? What? That's not. That is not I who is. I got. Her. I get uh, like for some reason the name Jamie Foxx and <laughs> Jamie exactly. cross the beams in my brain. <laughs> I completely shut down. But yeah, the you know, J. Jonah Jameson in this movie. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I'm like, man, I missed that. Those are those are five of my favorite movies at at the current moment. So, All right, your turn, sir. Well, I probably should have gone through categories rather than I did. But I don't have any movies mm-hmm. on. Them. So, um, but like a, a big one for me, there's like, you know, something that I've like really been getting into. This is a huge one for me, and I would honestly bump this higher onto my list if it were a top ten than I have it on right now. But like. Animal Crossing. I've recently been replaying that some more. Yeah, yeah, that's like the worst. Yeah, that's the worst part about Animal Crossing so far is just the fact that I left it on and it incidentally shut off, which is my fault. My fault for sure. But like, it shut off and then it got rid of my entire island and I got real pissed and I couldn't play it for like months and months. But I recently came back onto it and just started making my own island. That is a killer game. It's really, really good, especially like right now. It was such a great game because it it gave people something mm-hmm. to do 
during the pandemic and made them feel like they were being productive. I think that's like such a great, like I, you could argue that it's like, oh, they're just doing that because it's like they're they're profiting off of the pandemic, but like they're not. They're not though. Like it's just, they're making something. They're doing what they're supposed to do as a gaming company and making entertainment for people who need to be distracted. You know, like that's a good that's, good thing. And I really I just really wish I was that. as motivated um, in real life to do chores as I am in that game to do chores. I know, because it's so well. I mean, like when you go in there, you pay loans by going around and literally living life and just doing things. There that were, doesn't happen. There were that's days early on where I would wake up in the morning play like five hours of this game where I the whole time I'm just like pulling weeds out of the ground and I'm like this is, I know. This is fulfilling. I did that yesterday <laughs> it, it's so weirdly yeah. satisfying to go around and just like clean off a whole like flat yeah. off of your ground and just take all of the weeds out but like I don't know and, and I've like they've added so much new stuff mm -hmm. since I first let off that it's like it's not the same game I wish it wasn't winter so that it didn't look as dreary as it does right now but like it's, it's still it's, nice. it's a fantastic um, game and i just wish i was the type of person who could like really get involved in it but once it hits the point where you're like building this entire island with like houses and structural planning i'm like that it's just not for me i just don't i don't have a pretty eye like i've seen people like recreate yeah, like <laughs> kyoto in there and i'm like bro who are you mm -hmm. you should be like bro, a, a city like planner or something I've gone on there and there's people who mm -hmm. like go off in their worlds like there I listen I'm not casting a wide net here or trying to be at all like uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to stereotype but people in the LGBT community they rack up their islands they do so like I've gone there have been like three islands I've gone to that like have the trans pride flag on their island and they just like I go in there and those are the most beautiful mm -hmm. things I've seen in a video game like yeah. it's ridiculous I went on to one last night because I was like just going through there's like a dream thing now where you can go in and like go to other people's islands randomly and I like went into one and I was like this is I'm like getting lost on a very finite mm -hmm. plot of land <laughs> this is wild <laughs> it was amazing like there were themes around each segment it's like they're definitely yeah. done playing this game like they've stopped for sure this is it but i don't know it's wild it's such a good game highly recommend yeah i mean it. if you just like um, collecting stuff like man it's just it's just all you do you, you can just collect all day long all the bugs all the fish all the fish all the great. snowflakes you want now I, dude it's time. just if you would have asked me if i would like even like i've been into minecraft for a long time and, and the building stuff like that's never really been my thing um, but like five years ago, if you would ask me if I would like Stardew Valley, I would say absolutely not. But I have who knows how many hours in that game. And then Animal Crossing, I'm like, no, I'm too no busy way. playing yeah, Call of Duty. <laughs> it's it's just you never would have expected it. But they're just so. For me, if you would ask me like, if you would ask me like ten years ago, if I if I would enjoy playing uh, a video game. Um, at all i'd be like there's there's no way yeah. because i've never played one really i'd really like to play a video game i had to beg yeah. my parents yeah i had to beg my parents like it was a dog i'd be like i'd feed it every night i'd feed that we it's truly one of, yeah I, I would agree that's one of the better games of the year i, I think 
especially like yeah multiplayer it's, it's great not as good as one other one on my list that I think you have mm-hmm. that you probably see coming, but I'd also like to bring up another one just so I'm mm-hmm. I'm hitting a couple. Uh, okay. Fall Guys yeah, yeah. was very very good. If you, Fall Guys was to me as I think Stardew Valley is to you. Like if you told me I'd be playing that game and having the time of my life playing it, I think I would have like been like, no, there's no way. I don't really like battle royales. I don't like the I don't I don't enjoy the competitive mm-hmm. aspect to games as much. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because yeah. I suck at video game, but like I, I got a dub <laughs> in there, so I feel good. Yeah, no, that is <laughs> it's, it's probably it was my most anticipated game of the year going into the year, and it definitely paid off. Like it is, it's a ton of fun. Um, I know season one, or I, I guess yeah, season one of the game let people down. They only added like four levels, um, and then season two, I've heard that they added quite a few. So I'm gonna get back into it eventually, and they added like little like. Not only have they added new levels entirely, but they add like different things to the new. Or to the new like, yeah, occasionally you'll get on a level and then there will be some new obstacle that appears or something like that. Like, bananas will be falling from the sky when you're on rollout. And I'm like, that's exactly like what I wanted. Like, they can keep the same amount of levels mm-hmm. or whatever, but just like do variations. And then, like, this game could really last like forever if they just keep adding new levels like all the time. There's really like no reason that it couldn't just be like every couple of months we get like new content there that everybody like really falls in love with it's awesome yeah the like they added a new version of rollout that was like just two things and it's like the end game thing that's wild everybody was like oh we're on roll oh Mm -hmm. oh we're on rollout oh it's so fast yeah i want to get back into it i'll be playing that again soon wild 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 because i haven't played since Mm -hmm. the the original like update with the new levels Dude, you know what I forgot to add onto my list? That is such a good game. Like this is this is off the cuff because I just remembered it, but it would definitely be in my in my top yeah. ten. I, I could have finished it. I could have finished it. Fifty-one okay. games on. You Twitter. are still forgetting a game, I think. Dude. Yeah, well, we'll get. To- Am I? Okay. okay. Oh, I, I was I gonna say yeah. I had I know of another Clubhouse one. games as well was yeah, on there's my another list. One. It is a really really fun game. Clubhouse games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one wasn't even yeah, on my I, list. I just remembered that one. But like, you you, you can just chill there, oh. play against random people online. Like who, who I, like who would have thought that in 2020 I would have just been like sitting in my room playing like against some person person in like Vietnam, just like they whooping me in a game of Moncala or something like that. Like it's just a truly unique experience. And it is. I still don't understand <laughs> Moncala fully. Like it's, it, it's one of the more simple games. I feel like. It's, it's Five Man Morris <laughs> that, like, that gets yeah. me down. <laughs> five Man. Oh yeah, that's a tough. I've gotten you in Five Man Morris. Yeah. I've gotten you a couple of times. That's a weird one. Look that. Look that game. There's up, nothing y'all. quite that's like a weird one. playing like a 75 minute game of Sorry on <laughs> against like <laughs> against like an eight year old <laughs> and a 55 year old. What is it? What is it called? It's called Ludo. Like, it's not called Sorry in this game because it's mm-hmm. like a brand. I think Ludo yeah, Ludo. Be, I could be wrong, but Ludo. Chris. I feel like Sorry might be the Hasbro version. I don't, I don't know exactly because I feel like Ludo exists somewhere else. But yeah, they, there's yeah, yeah, it's exactly what you want. Ludo, more like 15, Ludo. Like it is basically the the best version of of Wii Sports. Maybe Wii Sports Resort was up there because you got the sword fighting that really just took it yeah. took it to another level. Oh man, dude! I oh I mm, 
I would feed my Wii all right. I'd feed that. I'd feed that thing my sword fighting games all day. I'd just swing that around. My favorite thing was walking around on like like this is not a 2020 thing. Clearly, felt like I want to go on a little bit of an off offhand thing for a second. Going into sword play, going into like the the flyover thing. Those were like the top two games. Like those are those are number one and two on my favorite (laughs) games of all time. Where you got to fly upside down into the volcano. No doubt. Classic. Bro. Bro. <laughs> I should be a pilot. <laughs> That's, I've learned so yeah. much off of that game alone. Like, doing the mm-hmm. showdown. Sure. You remember showdown? Where you'd go, you'd go through mm-hmm. and just, like, clobber through fools. Yeah. Just, like, walking through the volcano and stuff. You'd, you'd walk up to, to Mike, yeah. or whatever his name is, whoever that guy was. Yeah, big guy. Big guy. And I'd just clobber yeah. him off the head. Classic. Off the dome. Classic game. Didn't stand a chance. Speaking of relevant. Classic game, but... You know, yeah, yeah. Sword, uh, sword play on the Wii was my number yes, one exactly. of twenty. Okay, so we'll, we'll finish up video games before. I think there's one game that we will both talk about together, probably as our favorite games of the year. Um, but before that, I would like to Forward mention certain. one other battle royale, which I couldn't believe came out this year. But yeah, Warzone. Um, as much it is, it is just like Call of Duty point and laugh. It is by far the best battle royale that we've had. They added so much stuff that really like revolutionized the genre. Like I love battle royales. Like it's probably just if if somebody releases like a battle royale of any game mode, I will, or of any game, I will play it. Like Adam, I'm not joking. I like I've put like hours into GeoGuessr battle royale over the past week, which is, you know what that is. literally it's it's, <laughs> it's just like they use the Google Maps like Street View car and they'll put you in a random place yeah. and you got I'm telling like the yeah, people as well, but like. Um, you gotta, you gotta figure out where you are, and they made a battle royale out of that. It's incredible, you know. There's the a riveting life, huh? Yeah, and, and you got the like earlier they had a Forza battle royale, like a like a race car battle royale game. Like I'll play it all. Tetris, dude. Like it's a great. Game. Yeah, later this week you're gonna tell me like, dude, I've been doing like the the like out of Wi-Fi yeah. T-Rex <laughs> jumper game on like yeah, right, browser and I've been doing a royale, royale version of that like that's chess 2 <laughs> <laughs> if they can do Tetris battle if like if they can do uh, Mario battle royale then like they can do that whatever that was that yeah. happened for a little bit that's not on my list that's uh, like a weird yeah thing Warzone it is the best first person shooter battle royale in my opinion like just the little mission, the like quest kind of things that you can do in there to make money and like adding the features where you can buy people back. The gameplay is really, really smooth. The map's awesome. Um, the only negative is that you got to deal with that Call of Duty audience, which um, if, you're, if you're in game chat, yeah, if you're in game chat, Point um, and you only hear your team unless you kill somebody. And at, like once you kill somebody, there's like a third of a second where you can overhear them as they're like watching the kill cam and they'll just call you the meanest words. Um, in the dictionary, yeah, they'll they'll crack open <laughs> Urban Dictionary, in fact, and really hit you with the deep cuts. But other than that, it, it's a, it's a ton of fun, and yeah. by far, I think the best battle royale that we've mm-hmm. seen so far. Um, and if I had to guess, yeah, probably the, probably, best, yeah. the best war that's happened. <laughs> Zone is is my favorite <laughs> war. Um, yeah, and then I think that probably our <laughs> our favorite game of the year is the same thing. Hades is. Uh, is an actual masterpiece. Yeah. Like, like oh I think God. we will be talking about this game in in twenty thirty when we're doing like our best of twenty like the the decade. Like it is a it's a dang treasure. Oh. The fact that you can there are so many great yeah. intricate characters that you can put like 
hours and hours and hours into this game and you'll still get like a unique dialogue option after you like die and talk to like hypno who's like barely even a thing like it's wow I can't believe you you yeah. died to the bomber brothers that's crazy I always wondered what would happen if you just it, sat there it, it really is like everything I have ever wanted in a video game because I've always like roguelike has always been my, my favorite genre and then like, as soon as you get like the, the incredible like Greek mythology stuff into there and really like use a character that I didn't know much about as the, the protagonist and get to explore some of those like actual intricate like relationships it's awesome it is awesome mm-hmm it is if they don't get, like uh, so either a sequel like... or, or some kind of DLC where you get to like climb Mount Olympus fighting like the gods, like they don't know what they're doing. That that is that, that'll make a trillion yeah. dollars. Not really because it's an indie game, but well, I I mean like I, what what I'm saying here is that like if they the only way that it will not make it onto like our <laughs> onto our decade tier list once we're in 2030 <laughs> uh, when we're both 30 years old. Whoa. Um, <laughs> yep. And still doing this podcast uh, <laughs> annually. <laughs> um, we the only way that it will not make it onto that yep. list is if they release I mean, these two, three, four, keep them five, six, like the, seven, the eight, artwork nine, is so good. Yeah. <laughs> it is awesome. It's beautiful. It's so nice. It's like one of my favorite games ever for artwork yep. style is Okami. That's like one of my favorite games ever. Um, but like, this is incredible. It's so good. It's so I mean, stylized. And, and I love also, it. like, a lot of the time, it I'm feels like, like you got to pick between story and gameplay. And this is just like fun gameplay, incredible story, bro. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't correctly like how most like there's there's like certain games like how you know in in fallout or uh say mm-hmm. oh what's the bioshock there'll be like little things in here here and there that'll be like oh mm-hmm. you know like here's a little bit of lore to the story that like it'll teach you a bit more about this small yeah. little beat that's going on um and then you know you're playing this game and it's just like it's it's throwing it in there but if mm-hmm. you want to you can just like cut through the dialogue it's not a big deal you know you win you win a couple times and then it's like okay yeah no here's here's the main front of the yeah, story yeah uh mm-hmm. but you can keep going through and then it's like it's yeah that's you can keep playing it playability after you is insane the story and that's you can control like the difficulty and do different ridiculous. challenges and and do kinds of different completionist type stuff like it is really really fun it is i think what's super cool about it too is that mm-hmm. you and i play so differently in video games but like and and we have completely different ideas of what mm-hmm. of of how to play it. So I'll be like, dude, Hermes easily one of the best no, ones. Sir. And you'll be like, um, I don't know. I don't know if it is. I because I like playing things fast, so I'll run through and I'll just use the gun. I and end I'll every run with Every run. Every run. Yeah, I don't know. If I have fists, I need I need the faster attack speed. And it's like, that's just how... It's mm-hmm. so cool because it's different ways of playing. Like, I haven't played it in a while. I still haven't technically beaten story mode yet. But... Or mm-hmm. story mode. Yeah. Uh, the, the whole thing is story mode. But, um... Yep. No, I haven't beaten really, the story really, yet. Yeah. Um, Front to back. But yeah, so, uh, so, so... so fantastic. Good. 
really really good and i think that yeah i mean i was gonna like i said there there are just so um, many games like in 2021 i'm just gonna be like my favorite games of 2021 are the games that came out this year because i'm i'm pretty far i i started the last of us 2 and i enjoy it despite all of the the drama that surrounds it the fact that laura bailey like the, the world's greatest soul is getting death threats because she played a character that did something that the internet didn't like is absolutely infuriating to me um, the game is, like it, it's just awesome. It's beautiful. Very, all that very kind of stuff. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, another game that is getting like making rounds is like the game of the year type thing. Um, is really really fun. I love it. Also beautiful. I just I don't know why I just haven't gotten around to finishing that one. And I'm also I'm pretty far into Cyberpunk, which I don't know Adam how how much you know about the, the just yeah. tremendous amount of drama surrounding that game. Very little, but I well. No, I've watched some things on it. I've watched the the most like mm-hmm. unrefutable thing that I could okay. watch for it, which is Donkey's review on it. Which so I don't know a ton, but I do know that it is like yeah. you know, essentially they it, released the game entirely like unfinished. Is the is the big like um, I don't know if you heard yeah. about like what happened with PlayStation, <laughs> but, but they literally they took the like unprecedented. This is a AAA game, probably like the most anticipated release. Like the first trailer came out in like 2013 and it has just been, everybody's talked about it since then. Um, it was so poorly optimized for mm-hmm. consoles that PlayStation took it off the, the store. Like you cannot buy it right now. Um, so it's, yeah. Yeah, they had, they refunded well, everything. I, refund. I don't think Xbox is, I mean, I think they might be giving refunds if you ask for it, but um, and, and honestly, I don't know how it runs on next gen consoles. I haven't had any experience with that. Um, but luckily, I like my PC can run it. You know, it certainly has its problems, and the glitches are are there. But the story, it's a really, really good story. And um, the same thing with just like The Witcher Three, they CD Projekt Red, they just make awesome side characters. It's like the, the side quests are so engaging. Um, it's it's really incredible, um, and I, I think it's worth playing. I think in like six or eight months, it's going to be an incredible game once they get the updates in um once it is it is finished it, once it's a game i mean even the, the glitches i haven't had anything game breaking <laughs> um it's it's a lot of like there was one really like serious moment that i was having um with like a character and in like as we were sitting there and this entire this guy's like life is unraveling um they were like in the background i just saw like these palm trees that are like waving kind of like they look like the the blow up things that are outside of car dealerships like literally exactly that they're just like worms <laughs> in the background and i'm like bro this poor guy like his, his whole life is just collapsed and the funny thing is is like the, the actual moment room? it's built up so i'm i it literally it forced me i'm like i'm almost sure that's a glitch but also maybe the villains that are attacking this guy are in my head too like i'm like i'm almost certain it's a glitch but i can't be sure and um yeah, it, it is really fun, and the characters in it are awesome, and the moments are cool. I just do wish it worked. Mm-hmm. Is the, the big bummer, but yeah, it's it's it'll be worth playing once Absolutely. everybody can actually run it for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I so for TV kind of sort yeah TV I guess I have two shows that I really really enjoyed this year. Um, one of them. One of them I'm going to get a little bit burned for, and I think I've brought it up already, but, like, the recommendation that I've brought up in the past 
um b stars incredible very very good show um i know it's it's people call it furry bait but like hear me out really really good story extremely engaging characters um the plot line so good and very different from most shonen anime that i've watched i'm your anime guy you know me you know bro what me. the heck is shonen me tell I don't, me i don't skimp out on these shonen is it's like you know how there's like one piece naruto certain uh, moments where i'm like Hunter i'm like things like that i don't know what the shonen main characters means, just, are. <laughs> i'm too afraid to ask <laughs> at this point i'm too afraid to ask yeah well come no further and let me explain so shonen anime is basically um to sum it up pretty fast it's uh like a coming of age kind of anime where like um it's mainly geared towards like younger male audiences um sometimes not sometimes the main characters are there's only like one instance actually that i can think of where it's the main character is a uh young girl and that well not even young girl because it's like it's jojo so it's they don't Wait, the main character in jojo the girl is goes to jail so i think she's probably there's many main characters in jojo there's um because it go, that's a whole thing that's a whole tangent i could go on to but i'm not going to it's like it change the big thing about jojo is that it changes the main okay. character each progressing season um so like they'll move on to a whole different plot line it's really cool it's very interesting um but b stars is a shonen that came in very recently uh and it's like a coming of age story it's usually very action driven that's what shonen kind of means um so my hero is like one of the most popular ones right now Uh, One Piece has been the running shonen anime forever on Shonen Jump, which is like the main comic company that sells this. Um, and I think it's like the long, well, one of the longest running. It's definitely one of the most longest running anime Simpsons ever, beat? and manga. Does it have but Simpsons beat? So so good in terms of episodes. Huh? <laughs> uh, it's it's coming up. So it recently, actually, super cool fact that I and. Hyped over. Oh yeah. Uh, One Piece recently that, came out like, with their seventh manga the chapter, book? which is crazy. How many episodes of TV do they have? That's the book. That's the book version. Uh, according uh, to the internet, less. they have 956 episodes. Um, that's like 1.5 times yeah, Simpsons, coming up fast. which is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. They've been that's around the for 20 page. years, so. Yeah, they're they've been around as <laughs> wow. Uh, they're going day by day. <laughs> Actually, each day is an episode. <laughs> no, that like because part of the way through it, there's a time skip, which is actually somewhat common in very popular anime that run for a long time. Uh, there will be a moment where it's like we can't progress any further because the enemies are too strong going forward from this point, and so it's like the main character has to train, and then so like Luffy or Naruto will leave. And the, which are like the main two that have had time skip, um, and they like leave, and then they'll grow for like a year or two, and then it's really difficult for a lot of mangaka to like pull off because they'll mm-hmm. have to make it so that the characters are still as likable as they once were, but now they're older by like a year or two, so they have to like lose some character aspects and then gain other ones. It's difficult for them to keep their audience, but like Luffy remains Luffy through and through. He's just a lot stronger, and I guess. He's a little bit more com- competent than when the series first started, but like so, Pokemon still rush is a, a lot worse. Anyway, B stars. Okay. It is. 
it is actually a shonen. It did not sell on Shonen Jump, but it was it was a shonen. So is Yu-Gi-Oh. Beyblade could be considered that, even though it's mainly American-made. Um, and then there's uh, you know, Bakugan was just a lot of those kinds of things. They could be considered that. Yeah, anything that sells the toys is usually that's very true. Um, but yeah, Beastars Stars was incredibly good. There's a lot of flack going around for it because it, it is considered furry bait, which it all it also is a little bit sexual, which could turn people away from it. But like the fact that the fact of the matter is that like it's not just that it's not it's not sexual to be sexual. It's like it has purpose. It has a lot of meaning. Like a lot of the um like themes and and meanings i guess behind the uh the entire story is so well woven into the characters that it just feels like they're human characters more or less you just kind of have to look past <laughs> it, the fact that they are animals it's just I'm zootopia sure it's just zootopia been, has been cruel it does it gives that <laughs> um but yeah so another no, one that i'd sure. just like Continue. to bring up Continue. well would you like to go for another one real quick Okay. Um, Tower of God is another one that, like, I didn't watch too much of it. But what I need to bring up and specify is that this is a huge turning point for anime. Because to add on, because that's from Webtoon. Tower of God was a, I think it was American made. I could be wrong on that. Um, but uh, it is a comic from Webtoon and not not actually a manga or anything like that it wasn't made in japan or anything it's really really good i would recommend reading it um for for what i've read of it um a lot of my friends like uh tj and adam they'll they'll look into it and they tell me about it all the time and they're like you need to watch it um but it's very important that this came out because it is going to change the way that anime comes out it's not just going to have to be from japan it's going to fully revitalize the market it makes it so that you know web comics can now become that like they did one for um i think it's the god of high school is another one and then which is just such a weird one but it's it's so it's so fitting (laughs) talking about me um then there's like uh they had one that's called home that really is it's like a it's supposed to be like a horror comic and people are loving that they're eating that up right now um but yeah i it's, okay. it's such a so good, i googled tower of god thing right? for that market i have to say i do not like their eyes mm-hmm. you're right you don't. Like the yeah the, the, the design is really interesting because it's evolved mm-hmm it's evolved over time like the actual drawing style they're sticking to the first set of drawing style that the artist had in the beginning of it and now they're like so many chapters in yeah, and like, it got like so much I understand anime normally like, has weird it's eyes, becoming its own anime um like, uh, like, like if you just google it and go to images like one it's every single ones, picture yeah, like sure. drawn directly to the eyes it's insane they're piercing they're like <laughs> snake eyes yeah, yeah, piercing, piercing game. Snake eyes. But yeah, those are those are my shows. I have one album okay. and then my number um, one. Go for your, your album and then I'll go for an album. So. Okay. 
my number one album that I've listened to this year came out actually pretty recently because it was like an end of the year thing. Uh, it's pretty, like, not super well known, I don't think. Uh, Jack, I think that you'd appreciate it. Uh, it's like a jazz cover album of, it's called Cinovation, and it's based on Gen 4. Uh, and this guy, uh, Insane in the Rain Music, uh, has been doing a thing called The Year of Sinnoh, which is Gen 4 Pokemon music. Um, and he's gotcha. just been doing covers of it all year long to the point where he's now made a full album of it and it's killer it's so good it's like one of my favorite things that's actually come out this year um really really good arrangements by it like super fascinating uh music work that he's done uh i love jazz like a lot (laughs) so it's probably like one of my favorite (laughs) one could say i like jazz um but i (laughs) I've, I've listened to a lot of it. Uh, I've listened to it as it's come out, and now he's just compiled it all into one album, and it's so good. It's 50 songs, so it's a lot. But, like, yeah, it's big. But it's, like, it's not even, like... It's, like, all of his favorites from the Crazy. original soundtrack, and it's not even, like... Yeah, all I always forget how long, like, video so, game soundtracks have to yeah, be. <laughs> it's big, but... They're huge. <laughs> it's like when you have like hours of gameplay in a game, you don't want to be listening mm-hmm. to like the same Crazy dude. the Chocobo theme. All okay, the I'll run through some music I like. Probably two yeah, of my favorite albums, my albums, or two of my favorite rap albums at least, would have to be Run the Jewels 4, which I talked about I think on another podcast episode, which basically came out right in the right, right in the, yeah. the middle of the pandemic, kind of, and, and covered a, like brought to light a bunch of issues that were becoming more mainstream during the black lives matter movement um and it it's it's an incredible album that it goes back and forth from from bangers that just are about making money and all that kind of stuff to uh like incredible topical conversations that had to be had and uh it's it's a masterpiece pulling the pick with mavis staples is just incredible and uh probably my favorite song on the album um i also love clipping's new album which is another thing that uh, probably talks about like a lot of the, the same issues because they've always been kind of socially conscious. But essentially, clipping it's a it's a rap group um, with the the main the actual rapper of the group is uh, David Diggs from Hamilton. From he's in Soul. Um, he's one of the most talented men alive, like undeniably. Mm-hmm. And um, this album it's called Visions of Bodies Being Burned, um, and rightfully it is a it's a horror inspired album with a lot of samples from like like 90s slasher flicks and a lot of inspiration from that. And it's awesome. Uh, a lot of it is like, they they have some stuff that I know a lot of people wouldn't be really into because um, the production is so like unique. I watched this incredible video where they were doing the album or songs from the album live. And um, David's the only one who, who does the vocals for the group. And then the other two guys, I can't remember their names, but they're also super talented. Um, they provide the music and it's it was really interesting to watch them um during this performance because they were all performing from home since it was like a quarantine thing and um you you got to see how they would make the sounds like during the song like david would be rapping and then one guy he would be like messing with his keyboard and then he would go pick up like a handful of like bullets and just shake his hand next to the mic to create this awesome noise and then um the other guy would like reach and reach like it felt like um did you ever see the um the impractical joker sketch where they're in the library and they have to pull out the different items to make noise and see 
shush first. That's what it felt like. Because then the next guy would like he reach below his desk yes. and pull out a, a balloon and like slowly release the air directly next to this mic to create this really like intense noise that like was the backdrop for the track. It is super awesome to watch <laughs> them work. Um, and yeah, it's like horror stuff. So they talk about scary things. Um, it's really awesome. Probably my favorite song from there is Enlacing, which is this really like slow, like kind of soulful singing track um, that really like when it drops, it's pretty intense. Or Check the Lock, which is about this drug dealer who's kind of like going extremely paranoid and losing his mind, which is kind of like more of a traditional rap banger. They're awesome. And then the third album that I wanted to mention was the new Gorillaz album, which is just so freaking mm-hmm. Front to back, really awesome. All the features on that are insane where you have like um yeah. i think the one example that i use a lot is the fact that they had elton john and um and black on the on the same album or the same song and two completely different artists stylistically come together to make this super interesting thing with the gorillas who always are uniquely stylized in their music whether you like it or not um it's crazy and pac-man yeah, with absolutely. uh schoolboy q yeah. is just really really awesome and the production's super cool and i've I listen to that like all the time. Those songs are super good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know what you, uh, you know what you reminded me of also when you were talking about that? I want to talk about something before I talk about my number one. Um, but something that I remembered that came out this year that I thought was just surprisingly good. And now I've like fallen in love with these characters all over again is the, um, I, I never expected myself to get yeah, so wrapped up into that? the new Animaniacs that came out. I really, yeah, I actually have been watching that. And I I dig, like, I love, um, I, I've always really kind of admired that style of TV. And I've really enjoyed those types of cartoons. I've always loved cartoons a lot. Um, but mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> Yakko Warner is like one of my favorite characters, I think, from old cartoons. Um, because he's just so I, I vibe with him I vibe with him so hard but I watched I've like rewatched them it has a lot of heart for a reboot and like a lot of good interesting like they rework a lot of their old tropes there's some like it, it's it might not be perfectly tailored towards the people who mm-hmm. used to watch older it which are you know a lot of people born in like older times and might have the same the same views of those times uh because now they're a lot more they're they're, they talk about like more modern issues and while some of them i'm just kind of like all right this is weird something he's discussing about other ones are just like it's interesting to see them rework them there's a there's a fairly decent joke in there where they're talking about like they had the whole bit that was like hello nurse but they had one where dot comes in wearing like the doctor's outfit and and, and they go (laughs) hello doctor and she goes nurse nurse and i thought that was pretty good but they they have some they have some pretty good ones there's also some bangers like in their sound like they they do still really good uh work with like singing and everything the guy who plays yakko and pinky uh, from pinky in the brain so like one of the most talented voice actors i've ever seen so so good uh and so iconic his voice um, well, I think yeah, I've just been talking about him in general. I think like if I, it, it would be hard for one. me to pick like my my favorite. I think game Hades by a mile. I think TV like the one thing that I keep coming yeah. back to is the the BoJack Horseman season, but even more just the view from halfway down is probably the most perfect 
episode of television I've ever seen. I like what I was watching that because um, it released at midnight in like right. late January, and I was working desk at, in, in Telford, one of the halls that I worked in. It was I watched like I was working at midnight to whatever shift, so I watched the show then, and it had me crying at front desk and and also feeling a great amount of existential dread that I don't think I've, I've felt since then. And um, I, I think if, mm-hmm. if I had, oh no, don't do it to me. I think yeah. if I had, I had to pick the best oh, thing of the year, it would be Soul. Um, just, <laughs> I, I, I think everybody's going to be saying it. Um, yeah. Pixar, like they obviously, I think the fact that people have always limited um, animated to kind of children things is, is a little bit ridiculous, but this seemed like the the, the most they've ever tried to combat that. It obviously is still a kids movie, and kids are going to enjoy it. But the things that they address in this are soul crushing and, and incredibly beautiful. And I, everyone knows. Dude, people say that. Oh yeah, people say that, but like incredible. Well, that- I mean, Inside Out by Pixar, and up. that's like so. They do crazy things, but stuff you until you've seen adults? Soul, you they yeah. go for it. They swing. They they swing. It's it's a it's a fun watch for sure. Highly recommend. Gotcha. Well, mm-hmm. I guess I'll I'll finish us off with uh, my number one, which is. Incredible. The vaccine to the coronavirus. Super good release. It's more of a, um, more really, of a 2021. Really it's like, so glad it's kind of like out. when they um, show a movie at like a the Cannes fin- Film Festival one year, but then it doesn't release to the public audience until like the like six months later. Right. Kind of where we're at. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Probably. It's had like, it's had mixed reviews, but I feel like the, the good ones are what count. Um, <laughs> probably true. But yeah, I, uh, that, that's really all I have to say. So happy holidays! Uh, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, all that jazz uh, for whatever it is that you celebrate. Happy holidays, and I hope you guys have a great New Year. You know, do do something new. Figure out something really stuff for you that. to do. Become a criminal. I don't know what you'll do, but like, don't become a criminal. Don't do that. We don't condone that. <laughs> But yeah, just just really push your boundaries, all that jazz.